0: henry wyatt had placed them there to make our family seem more ancient and noble than it was we were not exactly pretenders but not exactly of norman blood either they stared down at me ill at ease smiths and butchers and small-time landowners now forced into velvets and ruffs within a span of time no broader than the width of my hand and yet we were gentry now. My father expected me to act like the lady he'd suffered to make me be. We slid out the main entrance, one or two servants catching my eye and warning me back inside with a stern look. No, Mistress Meg, one urged me. I disregarded them. They knew what might lie ahead for me. They'd borne the same fate may be worse, but I refused to be intimidated. Anne and I linked arms and strolled toward the rows of unattended garden. Just beyond, on the neatly clipped field, our brothers play-jousted with long branches, though all were training for real jousts as well. As we strolled by, my brother Thomas stopped, dipped into a bough, and flourished his hat in our direction. "'What a polite young man,' Anne said. "'Mayhap you'll notice my brother George isn't tipping his hat toward me.' I grinned. "'My brother isn't tipping his hat toward me, either. "'He'd as soon ignore me as do me good. "'It's you he's trying to impress, as well you know.' A light flush of pleasure spread up Anne's long neck and a little cat-like mule escaped her lips. She fully realised the effect she'd begun to have on men. Whilst she didn't court their praise, false modesty was not her besetting sin either. "'I see another bow, and this one is particularly in your direction,' she said. I looked up and saw Will Ogilvy. "'A year older than I,' Will had brown hair that was long and tousled, his face slightly reddened from the joust. I couldn't help but notice that his arms and chest had thickened over the summer as he grew from a gangly boy into an assured young man. Even from this distance, I could see his eyes had the same merry twinkle for me they always had. I nodded primly in his direction. After all, I was a lady— and we were in mixed company. He winked at me. A wink! The audacity! Who else had seen it? Mayhap Lord Ogilvy's son should come out of the field. He seems to have dust in his eye. Anne teased. I turned toward her and grinned, thankful for her faithful friendship. She never trained her charm on will, "'She knew I planned to have him for myself. "'Rewardingly, he seemed completely uninterested in Anne. "'We sat in the gardens, "'enveloped in the haze of the exotic scent "'of my mother's jasmine plants, "'gossiping about overheard conversations "'between Anne's ambassador father and high-born mother. "'They had sent Anne and her sister Mary "'to apprentice at the French court,' when Princess Mary married some years back, and they were to return shortly after this visit home with their father. We talked about my sister Alice, who had borne yet another child. I would soon go to stay with her for a few months, if my father allowed it. But as Alice was an obedient girl, marrying young and bearing quickly, my father favoured nearly every request she made. Alas, the same could not be said for me. We've got new horses. I finally got the conversation around to its planned target. My father's horsemaster brought them round last week. Ooh, Anne said. Are they fast? I don't know. I answered. We'd prided ourselves, unseemly, I suppose, on riding as fast and as well as any boy in our group. Should we see? She asked me as I knew she would. For me to suggest the idea would be disobedient, but for me to accommodate a friend would be hospitality indeed.